0: This is a podcast about betting on sports, which is something you can do to try and make money. One important thing to know is that this podcast is not going to be the reason that you get rich from sports betting. To repeat, we are not going to get you rich. There are sleazeballs abound all over the internet who will be happy to take your money to chase that lie. Here, at best, we might make you a little bit less awful of a better if you're lucky. Bet at your own risk. Don't bet more than you can afford to lose. Godspeed. Welcome to season two the Jay and Silent Rob podcast coming at you live Thursday, October the 8th. Mr. Jay Swar, what's going on?
1: What's up, dude? How's uh, single life, man? You got 48 hours of it left. Uh, OIP to your Miami slash Florida slash the universe's Marlins. It was a fun ride.
0: I'm done with being single. I'm done with the 2020 Marlins, even though I love them. And I will be wearing one of those bottom feeder shirts. I think that shit is so funny um but yeah dude uh it's all good we outperformed where we're supposed to be uh i'll take it
1: yeah i actually haven't seen those so you'll have to send that to me post show but uh yeah rob is getting married uh probably if you're listening to this there's a there's a good chance he's he's already married uh but this uh coming weekend congratulations rob um don't know what she's thinking but that's for another (laughs) podcast uh, but yeah, sorry. Right. The, the dreams, the dreams over for the Marlin, but we're going to go, uh, we're going to go to the West side of, uh, Tampa or excuse me, Florida. And we're, we're officially a Rays podcast now.
0: Um, yes. The <laughs> I just taught Jay who a Rosa Rain is for all you guys just watching him, him, uh, stroke them all these past couple series.
1: I know I'm so disconnected from baseball in, in the thick of NFL season that I, I don't know this. So I'll definitely promise to, to check some Rays out tonight, taking down the Yanks. Uh, but yeah, we are at the quarter mark of the NFL season, Rob. It, you know, it, it, time flies when you're having fun. I know you've probably just nonstop NFL action. Uh, but yeah, we're a quarter of a way home. And uh, we're, we're actually going to touch on each game this week just to so I can talk briefly about each team. Um, but yeah, anything overarching or anything you want to talk about before we get started here, Rob?
0: That is weird to hear that we're a quarter of the way through, but, uh, time flies, 2020.
1: Yeah, it does when it doesn't, you know, uh, most of 2020 was a drag, but yes, since the start of the season, it has flown for me as well. Uh, tonight's game, obviously we'll know the result already, uh, but it's Tampa Bay Traveling to Chicago Bears, Uh, Tampa Bay is a three and a half point favorite. uh, One of the lower totals of the week at 44 Uh, Tampa Bay, you know, they've, they've pretty much hit expectations. They haven't exceeded, uh, but their, their defense is legit. Um, But there's still some valid question marks with this team. Um, They're good to make the playoffs. They're about a co-favorite to win their division. Uh, but they're they're not really title contenders yet. Uh, as for the Chicago Bears, they moved to their backup quarterback Nick Foles. Uh, by backup, I really mean better quarterback. Uh, po- politically, is the only reason he didn't start the season. Uh, but he didn't look so great against a, a pretty good Colts defense this past weekend. Um, the Bears eh, they're three and one, but they're not a good three and one. This is probably a team that would be lucky to get to eight and eight. Um, they'll they'll chase down the Packers for potentially they'll keep it interesting in in their division. The first couple of weeks, uh, but they're they're not they're not going to be doing anything unless Nick Foles uh, somehow has another title run in them, which just looks highly unlikely. Uh, but they have a pretty good defense, probably a top twelve defense. Uh, but but yeah, this is pretty much got eight and eight written all over them. Uh, first game on the card for on Sunday we have the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, this game opened three and a half. Or I should say it was three and a half. The look ahead line after Atlanta's terrible Monday night performance, um, it opened at three. I got the Panthers at plus three. It is now at, at plus one. So the Falcons are a one point favorite. I, I actually think this this closes with the Panthers being favored. Uh, Matt Rule has done a fantastic job with the Panthers, and they're they're a dark horse to win the NFC South. Um, this is a obviously a division game. Uh, but this is a team that's going to get better. We kind of said that in the preseason pod that they're probably not going to compete this year, but by the end of the year, they're going to be a team no one wants to see. looks like they're kind of ahead of that track and they are a, a team really nobody wants to see. Uh, so, you know, that, that's interesting with the Panthers, Matt Rule doing a great job. Uh, on the other side of the spectrum, we have the Atlanta Falcons and they are really, I don't know how T- Dan Quinn is employed. He's their coach. Um, They're they're pretty much just dead in the water. They're 0-4. They have a decent offense, but just a terrible defense. They can't run the ball. And, uh, yeah, it's only a matter of time until he gets fired. Uh, Anything jump out to you, Rob, here from those uh, first four teams we covered?
0: No. Sounds like expectations are there and records are not always to be trusted a quarter of the way into the season. Right, so we're we're
1: through four teams, and and we really haven't brought up any title contenders yet, but uh, the next game we have here is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. This game is in question. I don't know if you saw the scandal of the Chiefs and the Patriots playing a hilarious game on Monday where um, New England woke up in uh, Massachusetts and traveled the same day. This is the first time I've ever heard of this happening. Um, You know, Halfway through the country to Kansas City to play the Chiefs on Monday night, a game that was postponed supposed to be on Sunday, uh, but Cam Newton, they were traveling on Saturday, going to the airport and found out Cam Newton has COVID, um, tested the whole team. Apparently, everyone was negative, and so they, everyone sans Cam Newton traveled. Um, then they had a fake positive that they thought potentially um, could halt the game. It didn't. They played the game. There's a famous photo of Stefan Gilmore. Um, essentially hugging Patrick Mahomes at the end of the game. So the star, pretty much the prize of the NFL. And then the day after the game, it turns out that Stefan Gilmore has COVID. So, um, this game, yeah, I don't know if you're aware of that, but that is exactly what happened. Yeah. So the NFL just put its franchise player in direct, um, you know, direct threat of COVID. So well done. Well done. So yeah, this game might not be played. Wouldn't be shocked if a chiefs player uh, contracted it during the game. Uh, But if it is uh, played, they are 11-point favorites. Kansas City Chiefs, the best team in football, dominated the Ravens on Monday night a couple nights ago, um, a couple weeks ago, dominated the Patriots in most facets on Monday night again, and they are 11-point favorites here against the Raiders. The Raiders look like an 8-8 team, Um, definitely taking steps towards improvement, um, but their defense is is not solid, and they really don't have any uh, weapons outside of Uh, Jacobs, their running back, and Darren Waller, their tight end. Uh, But definitely a team to maybe look for next year. Um, But yeah, the Chiefs, they're the real deal. Hope Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the franchise doesn't have COVID because of NFL's negligence. Um, Moving on to the Los Angeles Rams visiting the Washington football team. Uh, This opened up at minus nine. Uh, I saw this right around 10, the look-ahead line last week. Uh, This is a spot where I would be looking to bet the Washington football team. Um, Jared Goff is the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams, and he is a pretty much a, a predictable quarterback. If he, They call him a seven-on-seven seven quarterback. If he has enough time and he is not under pressure, he makes all the throws. If there's any sort of pass rush, he is a very bad quarterback. A uh, couple with that being on the road, not advantageous. Uh, Washington doesn't have much, but they do have a pass rush. I think they're going to give him a... a bit of a scare. I would need it to go over seven. So right now it's a seven, like I said, open nine and a half. I don't want to put money behind this team. Uh but if I had to bet this game, I would take Washington uh more than a touchdown. But as we know, uh you don't make money consistently betting on the Washington f- uh football franchise. Uh as for the Washington football franchise, they just made a switch at quarterback Dwayne Haskins, the reason they didn't take Tua Tile Biola uh or Justin Herbert in this year's draft has been benched. So a really cool. Uh, decision to to not take two star potential star quarterbacks uh, to to draft Chase Young so they could sell jerseys because he's from the area, uh, but you know that's what you get with this franchise. Um, yeah, it, it looks like the same old thing. This is a bottom three franchise and, and team this year, um, but they are in a good spot this week. Uh, interesting news in the next game before I give get Rob's two cents. Jacksonville Jaguars um, they won their first game a huge upset versus the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, but the last three games, they've really looked poor. Uh, they are, right now, five-point underdogs. They Most of the week have been six, six-and-a-half-point underdogs. They're facing the winless Houston Texans. The Houston Texans just fired their czar. And what I mean by czar, their GM slash coach, uh, Bill O'Brien, who pretty much everyone in the Houston Texans organization dislikes. Anybody that really is the inside of the NFL doesn't like. Uh, he's a good game, like, preparer. But he's a terrible GM, kind of a terrible morale, um, you know, kind of bad general in that sense, if you will. Um, So I I actually expect a a spirited effort from the Texans. I bet this at minus seven. So what I did is I actually gave the book points. So the common number was minus six. I gave the book to a full point to seven and seven is a a key number. But um, I instead of paying 110, I am getting a discount. So I am only betting a unit and I would actually win more than a unit because the reason is I think the Houston either comes out and crushes them or Houston really is this bad and the Jags probably actually win this game. Uh, I'm leaning towards Houston coming out and crushing them uh, because this is a very favorable spot when anytime a bad coach gets fired early in the year, players are motivated. A, you get rid of the bad coach, but B, it's also a reminder that, hey, heads will roll. Yeah, so all in all, it's just a really good spot to back a, um, a coach that's been fired uh, early. And uh, you just get that kind of max effort from the guys. And uh, that, that's the narrative here. So I, this doesn't even have to win 50% of the time for me to profit because I'm, get, I'm making more than my bet. So let's say if my unit size was $1,000, I'd be winning more than $1,000 if it hits. So that's why that win rate is under 50%. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to to get profit, and, that, and that's just because of that. Um, you know, that's just one way to, to to bet a game. But it's it's really where I feel is is the Texans are going by like two touchdowns, or they're going to lose the game outright.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so I a mean, high I mean, high variance set of outcomes is what you're betting on in this game.
1: Yeah, and it's not even so much high variance. It's just um, it's like it, it's more like um, widespread widespread and it's not a lot in the middle, right? It's Mm -hmm. like either a a far away result or a close, you know, on the other side of the spectrum result, which Mm -hmm. doesn't happen often. Um, But yeah, a wider range of outcomes for sure. Uh, The next game uh, on the docket is the Buffalo Bills, the Tennessee Titans. This game will not be played, uh, at least not played on Sunday. The Titans, I don't know if you know about this, Rob, but the Titans have a, uh, a COVID epidemic of their own. And they also broke protocol last week practicing together when their, um, their practice facility was shut down. So they went to Belmont and the DBs got together and they weren't supposed to do that. So there's like a little bit of a scandal. It was real nice. Uh, the reporter, the like Nashville reporter who like broke the story was getting like bombarded by like uh, snitch tweets from Titans fans. Where It's <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it was like peak tribalism. It was really, really cool that um, they were yelling at a reporter for, for like providing evidence of these people breaking protocol and, and, you know,
0: but as a Marlins fan, I can tell you, you will get through this. It's going to be okay. <laughs> we were, you'll recall the, the Marlins headline was like, yeah, that those, those uh, bottom feeding assholes are just ruining the season on purpose, which is not right. true. So right. they just want to play football.
1: Right. But yeah, um... But yeah, the Titans are actually, I did make a bet based on this, is I did bet the Colts to win the division. I do think the Titans are going to be forced to forfeit some games uh, because they postponed the game last week, and this week they're in a kind of a tough situation because they have the Chiefs, they're playing the Bills. The Bills are playing the Chiefs next week on Thursday night, and both those teams are undefeated. So if they were to postpone this to like a Monday or Tuesday, there's no way they could play that game next Thursday as well. Uh, And the NFL is going to want that standalone scheduled Thursday showdown of the Chiefs and the the, uh, Bills to go on. So what they'll Mm -hmm. probably do is, in the Titans' best-case scenario, is postpone this game as well to like at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Or, which is a likely uh, thing, is the Titans will forfeit this game. But the only problem is is currently how the union has it set up is the Bills will not get paid if they're forced to forfeit, which is just like Mm -hmm. if you're a union if you're a union, like how does that even, you know, how does that even get approved? But anyways, that's for a different podcast. Um, but yeah, so this game is not going to happen. Uh, and if it does happen, the Titans will be down like 15, maybe, maybe 10 to 15 players. They'll be without. Um, so the bills will, will, roll on this. So yeah, I do bet the Colts. It's a two horse division right now. The, the Texans are winless and the Jaguars are probably the worst team in football. Uh, so the Colts who, who are playing well, and we'll talk about them later, um, I did bet, be, um, bet them to pretty much pick them to win their division. Uh, so if it, this isn't available everywhere because the smarter books aren't accepting bets on it because they've seen the situation. But I had to search a, a sports book that had it, and I put the bet down for that. Uh, next, we have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to fabulous New York City to play actually the worst team in football. This is the New York Jets. Uh, this opened at about eight and a half, got bet down to six and a half. I took it at six and a half for the Cardinals and it looks like it's heading back the other way. Uh, probably going to close somewhere North of seven, about seven and a half. Um, the Cardinals have lost two games. So this, they're not going to overlook the jets at all. They need to get right here. Uh, there's plenty of questions with the Cardinals. They kind of uh, were everyone's darlings at the beginning of the year. Uh, but after a hot start, a two and zero start, they've lost two games to the Lions, uh, and last week to the Panthers. So two games they were favored. Um, the Cardinals look more of a, of a 7-9 team, as they were kind of preseason predicted, than the, the Darlings after two weeks. There's major problems with their offense. Uh, it, it, Kyle Murray is a, is a joy to watch, but they are not very efficient. Uh, and he's throwing a lot of interceptions. On the other side of the ball, the Jets are a dumpster fire. I legitimately think they keep their head coach employed just so they can draft, get the number one pick and get uh, Trevor Lawrence. And that's not the best. I mean, that's not the worst long term strategy, actually. But I don't know if they're doing that intentionally or not. But if they are, that's, you know, they're playing chess. Uh, If they're not, then I don't know what the fuck they're playing. But it's, it's not it's not intelligent at all. Uh, moving to the, the battle of the Keystone state, we have the Eagles, uh, who won a Sunday night game and fucked up a, a bunch of my bets. So I had the 49ers at, a, at the best price you could get in the world at the 49ers at minus five and a half and minus six, uh, it closed at minus eight. And of course the Eagles just bet, uh, won the game outright. Um, that also fucked my Cowboys futures bet up. Um, you can get a much better price than I paid last week for the Cowboys future, uh, I would actually kind of hold off on that. Cowboys just lost their left tackle. Um, we'll talk about that with the Cowboys in a minute. But um, yeah, still don't think the Eagles are that good. Carson Wentz has some real issues. Um, and, and this Eagles team, I'd be shocked if they win more than seven games. On the other side of the ball, the Steelers just coming off a uh, bye, an unintended bye as the Titans game was postponed last week. Uh, they are seven-point favorites. I have this at minus seven plus 100 so once last week they announced that uh the game was to be postponed I took the Steelers uh because I they got you know they a buy is worth about one or two points uh and I expected the Eagles to look like dog shit on Sunday night football they did not uh this is pretty much the same price now usually you got to get the Steelers at minus 7 you'd have to pay minus 110 so I did save about 10% of value right there uh, or t- 10 uh, points I should say um uh, percentage points I should say and I still think this closes at above seven uh Steelers are a good side here off some rest the Eagles have tons of injuries and not impressive next game is the Ravens 13 point favorites against the uh the young Bengals who are not a bad team they're just a young team and they're not going to compete for much this year they're in a really tough division but Joe Burrow is special um you know oh. We just I just got off the phone with a good friend of ours, and, and he has a uh, person in his family member that is pretty much the biggest LSU fan, uh, and they just lost to Mississippi State, and apparently that, that individual was very upset about it, but we talked about how special of a season LSU had last year, and Joe Burrow just looks like a special player, and, and the Bengals are happy with this being a quote-unquote punt year, um, but by the end of the year, they're going to surprise some people. Uh, this is not a team you're going to want to bet against. This is actually a team you're going to want to bet on. I don't know if it's this week against the Ravens. The Ravens are bullies. They they do you know they did this this against uh, the Washington Football Team last week. I had the Washington Football me, I had the Ravens last week against the Washington Football Team at minus fourteen. Uh, Ravens dominated the whole game. They put in their backup quarterback, which is RG three. He gets in the game, throws a pick. Uh, the Washington Football Team gets a backdoor or gets a meaningless touchdown at the end of the game because of that pick and my bet pushes. Um, yeah, just so poetic. It's really, really nice. Uh, anyways, yeah, I wouldn't touch this game, but the Bengals are, are, are not a terrible team. They're not a good team, but they're not a terrible team. Uh, the Ravens have some question marks. Lamar Jackson is questionable for this game. He's mispracticed two, two straight uh, days. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter say this is DEFCON 9.8. It's not, it's not a red alert, but uh, missing two days for a knee injury. That is, that is definitely a question mark. Uh, moving to the Miami Dolphins uh, at the San Francisco 49ers. The Dolphins are very similar to the Bengals. Not a, not a good team, not a great team, um, but, but an okay team, not a terrible team. Um, obviously not looking for this year, but they're going to get better. And Tua will be the starter probably by week seven, if not sooner, uh, next week. And this is a team that will improve. I don't know if this is a a spot you would back them here, but I would definitely take the nine with the Dolphins playing the the 49ers. Then I would lay the nine with the 49ers. Um, The 49ers are two and two. This is a must-win game coming off a a loss at home on Monday Night Football to the Eagles. Um, The the Niners are are still a question mark. Two years ago, this was a two and 14 team. Last year, they went to the Super Bowl. So they have a wide range of outcomes. They still have a great coach and play caller. Uh, they've been without their starting quarterback for two weeks. I think they will get it right, but it's not a for sure thing. We will update when we get, obviously, more information. Uh, next, we have the Giants playing at the Cowboys. Uh, the Giants are open about 11 points. or so that was the, the look ahead line was 11 and a half points uh, underdogs. They're now eight point underdogs. And this is more about the Cowboys than I think the Giants. Um, Cowboys lost again last week. This team could very easily be owned four. Has probably a top three passing offense, but they are just dog shit on defense, dog shit um, offensive line really now. It used to be a real strength. It's really a, an issue now. And, and I'd be lying if I, said, if I said I wasn't concerned about my bet with the Cowboys. I still think there'll be at least an opportunity for where I can hedge off my position um, later in the year, um, but definitely not as confident as I was last week in it. Uh, the Giants, they, they played with the Rams last week as double-digit underdogs. Uh, but this is a team not playing for this year, really. Um, but yeah, both these teams in are in a pitiful NFC East with the Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, and Washington football team. Uh, Indianapolis Colts at the Cleveland Browns. This game has been moving back and forth where the Colts have been small favorites to now it's about a pick them. Uh, I really want to get the Browns at one and a half and tease them through the seven and a half. I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, I really like both these teams. Uh, but the Colts have can't really put away teams, and the browns don't really have an explosive offense, so this is kind of like a narrow range of outcomes type of game uh, but you know both teams are three and one. Pretty much a winner kind of clinches a playoff spot, whether that be a wild card spot or not is left to be determined, but definitely a big game and, and two thing, two teams I do think are are destined for the playoffs uh, Minnesota Vikings travel Sunday night to the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And they are seven-point underdogs at the Seahawks. If this gets under seven, I will take the Seahawks. I also might tease this down from six and a half if it gets to there to uh, uh, where the Seahawks just have to win the game. Seahawks just have an amazing offense with Russell Wilson. Their defense is terrible as well, but Russell Wilson is just that good. Um, The Vikings, their defense has major issues. They have a pretty decent offense, but their defense is terrible. Um, This is the highest total, I think, of the year at fifty seven. Uh, Will be a really interesting game, fun game to watch, back and forth, a lot of offense. Uh, We just have breaking news. It looks like the Broncos game has been moved to Monday night. Um, So we have the Broncos uh, potentially at the Patriots. Um, Oh, wow. We actually have breaking news right now that the Titans-Bills game is being moved to Tuesday. As long as there's no more positive tests within Tennessee. So that's not going to happen. Uh, And then that Thursday night game is going to be moved to Sunday if that were to happen. So that that's interesting. It looks like the Patriots game is being played uh, Monday again. At least that's what the information we have right now. they are about eight point favorites against the Broncos. The Broncos are not playing for 2020. They're looking to 2021 Um, decent defense, but quarterbacks and just tons of injuries their seasons over Uh, the Patriots. They, they look like a team that's going to make the playoffs but they're going to need they're going to need some stars to align to really compete for a championship. One note about the Seahawks I didn't mention I do think the Seahawks are the best team in the NFC, uh, but they also have some holes as well. Lastly, we're going to talk about the Chargers and the Saints, or at least for the game. Uh, the Saints are eight point favorites. Uh, the Saints have question marks. They and the the Tampa Bay um, Buccaneers are the co favorites for their division, um, but they're not dominant favorites and they're not really title contenders yet. Um, the Chargers, on the other hand, they are one and three. They choked away a game against the Buccaneers last week, and um, yeah, they're, they're just they're not looking they're not looking too good. Uh, but they do have Justin Herbert, their their quarterback of the future. So I think it's going to turn into a transition year where they're not really playing for 2020 anymore. We do have two teams on a bye, the Lions and the Packers. The Packers might actually be the best team in the NFC. Uh, they're four and zero and exceeding expectations. The Lions have terrible, terrible coaching. Uh, I believe they're one and three, and they so very easily could be three and one. Uh, I had Lions plus four and a half last week, and they lost by six, even though they were up by two touchdowns early in the game. The market closed at three, so that's a really good bet when you bet at four and a half, and the market closes at three. Um, but that doesn't pay the rent, so uh, it is what it is. You have no one to blame but yourself when you put money behind Matt Patricia and that coaching staff for the Lions. I know. I know we went through things fast, Rob. What do you notice? What do you wonder? Anything jump out to you other than the live updates of moving the NFL games to COVID related reasons?
0: Uh, not so much that part. I wanted to ask you. So we use a site called Matic Sports to look at prices, openers, and and current prices that refreshes constantly. It's kind of a little dashboard for the upcoming week. And particularly on Bengals-Ravens, um, three of the big sports books don't have a line on that. I was wondering if you were going to bring up that there was maybe something covert related or is that normal for uh, uh, a Sunday game to just not have lines from pinnacle, five dimes?
1: Uh, Lamar Jackson missed two days of practice, so quarterback- so if he were to be out, that would affect the line like six or seven points. So they mm. just take down that game when that happens. Yep, Got they do it. not accept. They do not accept bets when that when there's a questionable uh, a player of that magnitude. Pretty much any quarterback, even bad quarterbacks, uh, they'll take a game. They'll take a game down. You can't bet it any side until it's confirmed that he's playing or not.
0: Interesting. All right.
1: Yep. Great question, Rob. Uh, and that's also with the Patriots Broncos game, and and that's why you see the Bills Titans game. You can't bet it right now because. You know, supposedly they're going to play on Tuesday. If anyone wants to give me odds on them playing Tuesday, I will gladly, gladly put money they don't play. Um, But that's uh, NFL in 2020. Uh, I I think we touched on every team. I know it was quick, uh, but I kind of want to just touch on every team. Uh, But, yeah, if you have any questions, uh, obviously follow me on Twitter. Feel free to direct message or text or call me. I'd be happy to elaborate any of the points. I'm getting really good feedback from people, even if it's just like fantasy related questions. Um, You know, I update the rankings every week. I do a waiver article. Um, So, you know, most people, the the famous line is, is no, I don't want to hear about your fantasy football team to like friends, to, you know, one another. But to me, yes, yes, I do want to hear about your fantasy football team. So, so hit me up and uh, thanks for listening. Rob, any last words as a single man?
0: I have no last words. I'm silent, Rob. That's the thing.
1: That's that's the bit. That's the bit. Love it. True <laughs> to form. True to form. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Peace.